Welcome to the Moms Hustle Different Podcast, where we give moms of color the tools they need to soar in their careers and in motherhood. Welcome to another episode of Moms Hustle Different. I'm so glad that you've taken the opportunity to join us today. Um, We have a great episode planned um, for you guys with an awesome mom that I'm sure you will get a lot from. But um, again, I want to let you know that this um, episode was recorded before the COVID-19 and before coronavirus. So towards the end, you'll hear um, our guest talk a little bit about an event um, that uh, she was hosting um, this spring um, in the Northern Virginia area. And of course, it's not happening (laughs) because of coronavirus. So I just wanted to make sure that I mentioned that um, so that you guys um, are aware. Um, But um, I'm just excited to be able to bring you guys another episode. Uh, It has honestly been um, a crazy week and a crazy time but uh god is good <laughs> that's all i can say is god is good um i am learning uh in my own life how to uh set expectations for myself um and really allow myself to do the things that i say that i'm going to do and to be a woman of my word so um with that brought you guys another episode that's another way of me being a woman of my word uh so i think you guys will enjoy hearing from tamika smith and without further ado here is the next episode of mom's hustle different welcome to another episode of mom's hustle different i have tamika smith here and i'm going to start by reading her bio Tamika Smith is an ICF certified life coach, lifestyle expert, and educator. As the founder of Mommy a la Carte Family Concierge, Tamika mentors working mothers to take control of their lives by creating synergy between work, family, life, and self-awareness. With a bachelor's in industrial organizational psychology and a master's in human service administration, Tamika has provided coaching and training to hundreds of parents, teachers, and students for over 15 years. As a direct result of her extensive background, clients have enhanced their quality of life by following Tamika's unique approach to self-awareness and self-branding. A highly sought-after speaker and mommy lifestyle mentor, Tamika attributes her passion for working with mothers to her journey through motherhood, as well as her success with coaching mothers in various industries. As a working mother, devoted wife, and lover of life, she introduces overwhelmed working mothers to a lifestyle that is meaningful, manageable, memorable, and fabulous. You can often find Tamika cheering on the sidelines at her son's basketball games, exploring new ideas for date night with her hubby, studying the latest mom trends, swooning over a pretty cocktail, or obsessing over the latest fashion trends. Thank you, Tamika, for joining the podcast. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm so excited to have you and to learn more about you and your journey. But first, I want you to brag on your baby. So could you tell us a little bit about your son? Sure. So my baby is eight years old. He is my only child. um, And he obviously is my world. 
Uh, he's a little athlete in his own right. He is totally obsessed with all things sports. Um, he is a phenomenal basketball player. Um, he really enjoys football, but I'm super scared to let him play. So we settled on flag football. <laughs> and he is a great swimmer. So that that in the nutshell is who he is outside of being also um very he's a compassionate little boy um has a great sense of humor um very intelligent and um he's a math whiz so that's good you know yeah. having a son that is managing the books and the courts yes that's good. yes 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 <laughs> still young we still have some work to do but He's definitely headed in the right direction. That's good. That's good. That's all we can ask for. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, so far, so good. So I am very grateful and thankful to be his mama. Yes. Um, so when I start the podcast, I have been asking my guests, um, where were you in your career um, when you became a mom? Uh, that's a good question. Um, the first thing that comes to my head is I don't know, but as um, you mentioned earlier, I have been in education for quite some time. So I've been on a very interesting journey. So I have been in the classroom. So I've taught elementary and middle school. I spent the better part of my career um, in higher education. And that's actually where I was when I became a mom. Um, at that point in my career, I was still, um, you know, trying to, to figure it out, trying to uh, climb the corporate ladder, or so I thought. Um, I enjoyed my job at the time. I had a tremendous about, amount of flexibility, which was perfect for that season in my life, but I wasn't necessarily fulfilled, like there was something more that I wanted. Um, so I think I was in a, a space of just trying to, excuse me, figure it all out. Yeah. So kind of where, like, where did you go from there? So you started out in higher education at the time and it worked for that particular season, but like, how do you decide what your next step is, especially when you're a new mom at the time? Um, so here's the thing and, um, you will hear me talking about this probably on any platform that I'm given, but prior to becoming a mom, I really operated on a five-year plan. You know, I had these goals, milestones, whatever that I was trying to reach every five years. And when I became pregnant, it was definitely planned, but I was was at a place where I was looking for that next title. You know, I was chasing a title. I was chasing what I thought, you know, life was supposed to look like, right? So, you know, oh, you you go from this level, then you go up to the next level, then you go up to management, you know what I mean? And so yeah. that's kind of where I was in my head, right? Checking off these these boxes of what I thought the traditional career should look like. And so that's what I was chasing. And like I said, although I had, you know, flexibility um, and it was definitely working for me being a new mom. So I was able, A, I had an extended maternity leave and that really gave me a lot of time to think. But then once I got back to work, it became very clear to me that although I thought I should have been 
chasing, you know, this next title, I was not fulfilled. So I would say the first year and a half, I kind of, you know, wrote with it and, you know, was still kind of on that grind of trying to, you know, figure out what that next job title was. But then eventually I realized that it was not going to be in that current job. So, um, you know, I started really putting myself out there and seeking other opportunities. And I would say within, within four years, I think, yeah, I think my son was about four, four and a half when I finally decided to make a move and, you know, again, chase the title. And, you know, I was very clear. I wanted things to look different. So I was in higher ed. So that presents a certain type of, you know, atmosphere, certain type of structure, but I wanted something different. You know, I wanted to, you know, be in the hustle and bustle of a big city. I wanted to be out of, you know, um, higher education. Wasn't necessarily interested in leaving education altogether, but, um, you know, do something a little different. And so I then transitioned again into um, a management position and into a nonprofit. uh, And again, still in education, but I was definitely, um, you know, looking for that next opportunity. And that's, that's where I went. That's awesome. So like when in this period did Mommy a la carte come about? Yeah. Well, it came about, honestly, while I was on maternity leave. Um, so it was during that time that I was home um, that some, uh, actually, it was my aunt slash mentor at the time, um, had actually asked me, had I considered hiring a mommy concierge? And I was like, what in the world is that? <laughs> so I did some research. And at the time, um, I think it was called Pregnant in Heels was like really big. It was on Bravo, I believe. And, you know, it kind of followed these well-to-do families in New York City. And I mean, if they, you name it, if they wanted it, they would get it, you know? And so I was thinking, well, no, I don't necessarily want to hire one, but a lot of what this, this concierge service is providing, like I could do that. You know, I, I enjoy you know, being around other women. I enjoy supporting them. I love to plan and coordinate. Like, I can do this. So, um, Mommy Alicart was really an outbirth of my experience as a new mom. And um, initially, it started as a traditional concierge. And at that time, I thought I could do it all. You know, oh, I'll plan birthday parties. I'll plan baby showers. I'll help you find a doula. I will help you, you know, find the next best breast pump. I will help you decorate your nursery. Like I thought I was going to do it all. And it was definitely a learning curve to realize that you cannot be a jack of all trades and be successful. And so I spent years figuring that out, you know, chasing what I thought was, you know, putting this business together. And it literally was all over the place. Um, But ironically enough, in the midst of all of that, I always still had a dream and a passion to be an executive coach. So I was trying to figure out, well, how do I marry the two? You know, I want to be a coach, um, but these are the things that I'm passionate about and I like to to do. And it was then the support of or the encouraging of my husband 
um, for me to pursue becoming certified. And so initially the thought was, you know, I'm gonna climb the corporate ladder and in my next life, you know, when my child goes to college and all that kind of stuff, then I'll get certified and then I'll pursue executive coaching. And literally my husband looked at me one day and said, what the hell are you waiting for? Like, I don't, I don't understand. And I felt real dumb. And so then I pursued my certification and that's how I, you know, ended up pushing that dream up a lot sooner and, and getting certified and then married the concept of coaching and um, the concierge piece. And that's where I am today. That's awesome. Because a lot of times as moms, we tend to feel like we have to keep pushing stuff back like you were trying to do. And it took your husband saying like, hold up, why are you pushing it back? <laughs> like, what is the point? And that's a good point for some of us to know is like, Yo, you don't have to push things back. You can you can still pursue your dreams while maintaining um, a positive family environment. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And that's exactly what happened. So as I was still navigating and learning what it meant to be, you know, a new mom, and we had you know we're moved, we had moved to a different area, and I was trying to figure out my nine to five career, if you will. Um, I was, you know, committed to also figuring out what this new journey, um, in entrepreneurship would look like as well. So, so how, like, how do you balance having a full-time job, having a thriving, you know, business, and then also, you know, maintaining your home life with your husband and your son? Like, how do you, how do you do that? Like, what's your method? I don't know is the short. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, how do I manage it? You know what? It, it probably is going to sound super cliche, but I recognize that balance does not exist. And I don't strive for balance, to be honest with you. I'm very in tune to um, where I am at certain points uh, in my life. And I'm very in tune to... Um, what it is that I'm, I'm trying to do. And I, I recognize that it's, it's almost cyclical, right? Like you can never be all things to everything. And people oftentimes beat themselves up about that. And while I'm not suggesting that I don't ever fall victim to it, I, again, I'm definitely more aware. So it, it allows me to, to stay in front of it, you know? So when I need to focus on this area, I focus on that area, you know, and when I need to focus on another, I do that as well. Um, and I'm also very clear about my non-negotiables, you know, and when it comes to, as I affectionately call them, my boys, my husband and my son, they, they're non-negotiable, you know what I mean? And they, they're always my top priority. And so that could mean attending one of my son's basketball games. It could mean you know, I don't know, my husband goes to sleep early, so I may lay down and, you know, when he goes to sleep, but then I know I have to get up and do something, you know, that I need to take care of. Um, so outside of my non-negotiables, everything else, I, I handle accordingly. I handle as it comes. That's a good way to look at it is, you know, making sure that the things that are important to you you don't uh, compromise on, in essence, of like knowing mm -hmm. that if you know that it's important for you to be present 
um when your son has a game you know to be at the majority of his games because i know sometimes it's hard um to make every single thing but knowing like all right when it comes down to the end of the season i want to know that i've hit 80 percent of those games um or like i want to know you know i want my husband to know that you know i spent time with him as well and not just on you know the other things that are going on so that's a good point to make um because sometimes we do try to juggle so much and Mm -hmm. you know people always you know talk about when you juggle like a ball is going to drop but it's just trying to decide which ball will drop um which job which ball you're willing to drop versus the balls that you kind of want to keep in order Mm -hmm. and then okay with the fact that one or two or more are gonna fall you know but the reality of it is you can pick them back up you know so that that's the key you know you can't do it all you're not going to be perfect you know like you said maybe it's 80 percent of the games i make i don't make every game i damn sure don't make every practice um but my son doesn't ever have to question whether or not i'm present and whether or not i'm fully supportive of what he has going on yeah game that i can't miss if it's a game that i can't make i'm sorry then i definitely find another way to make it up you know he knows that we have mommy mommy son date nights and so maybe i didn't make the game but we might go to his favorite restaurant or you know we might take a trip to target down the basketball card aisle whatever the case may be you know you find a way to offset it so what does that look like what made you start mommy son date nights what made me start mommy well a couple of things number one i think that it's important for um you know these young boys to understand what it means to to go on a i shouldn't say what it means to go on a date but what it means to you know how to treat a lady um yeah. and if it's not a date per se how to treat a lady how to engage in conversation you know when you are out you know what are some of the things that you can do and so i definitely make an effort to do things with him like that outside of my husband because he hears me say oh mommy and daddy have date night or mommy and daddy are going on a date so oh well what does that mean you know and so now you see we're going out we're spending time we're talking we're laughing um and we're having a good time and so you know it, it has definitely you know, it's like everything else. It's a learning curve. Sometimes he's like, can I take my iPad? Really? (laughs) Other times, you know, and I don't, I also don't want to shut him down. No, you can't because, all right, you know, if that's what you want to, but then there are times where I am like, okay, no, we're going to talk. We're going to have a conversation, but I'm also not that mom that wants to do no, oh no, you can't have your iPad. You can't be on the phone. Like he's eight. You know what I mean? He, He be engaged in a conversation with me but for so long he's not my husband (laughs) right I definitely try to keep a balance with allowing him to still be eight but then also finding you know one or two teachable moments in our time together um where there'll be things that will he'll uh nuggets if you will that he'll remember and you know perhaps he'll tap into at some point in his life you know that's cool. I'm gonna have to put that to the side for when my son gets older, because oh, right now it's like every day is date night with him, because <laughs> gotta take him everywhere I go. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I, times it's like that'll be nice for when he gets a little older. Yes, definitely. We just had one 
last Saturday, we went to, he loves hibachi, you know, where they cook in front of you and all of that. And we, mm -hmm. we had a really, really good time and we laughed and we were silly and we came home and it was over. You know, so Yeah, that's a good way, you know, to balance that time. So for some of the time that you might miss, um, you know, or times where you're focused for a second, where you got to have your head down on um, your work or your business that you're like, all right, I'm gonna have my head down for this time, but come this day, we're going to go out and we're going to have a good time together and mm -hmm. really, you know, so that he knows his mom. And that's the thing. Sometimes we get worried as working moms about like just finding that balance when your kid is either in school or daycare or whatever else, and they have to go to aftercare or whatever the situation is. And it's so many hours that are with other people mm -hmm. and just trying to balance that time, knowing that when you get home, you're tired and you have things to do, but figuring out ways to show your children the level of, you know, that they are priorities to you. So that's a good idea. Hopefully I'll be able to implement that soon. And maybe some other people who are listening might use that as some motivation um, yes. for their own children. Um, so when you, uh, like, how do you take care of yourself? Like in the midst of all of these things, like, what do you do to take care of yourself? Um, well, once again, and it, it may come off like I, I'm saying like, oh yeah, I have it all figured out. I promise you, I don't. <laughs> I really am very <laughs> in tune to what my needs, desires, and non-negotiables are. So that applies to all phases of my life, even my time with myself um, or my needs. And so I really, really, really enjoy people. I enjoy hanging out with my girlfriends. Um, I enjoy date night with my husband. I enjoy, as you mentioned earlier, I love a pretty cocktail and I am always like seeking the next best one. Um, so, you know, it's, it's those things that really make me happy. I also really enjoy dating myself. Like I thoroughly enjoy going out by myself and not being on a schedule. So that could mean grabbing a bite to eat. It could mean going to have a drink. It could mean going in Target and literally walking up and down every aisle because it really is my happy place. Um, you know, I enjoy creating in my business. So literally the time that I spend in my office with my door shut, you know, that, that really empowers and motivates me. So it really runs the gamut again. Um, it runs the gamut of where I am in that particular season, you know, so Sometimes it, it is the more, you know, shopping and nails and da, da 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 Other times it's working on my business. Other times it's dating my husband. Other times it's, you know, Sunday it was, you know, going to church and I had one of those real ugly cries and I was just able to release. And Sunday I was just quiet all day. I wasn't mad. I wasn't sad. I was just quiet because I was very refl reflective and that's what I needed in that for that particular day. So I took that time to be quiet and to just kind of be in my own head. So it really scary. That's good. I mean, it's important to know what it is that um, fills your cup, I guess, per se. Mm -hmm. So as yeah. you kind of 
empty out and you feel yourself like, oh, something's not right here. All right, I need to spend some, I need to block off some time and spend some time by myself or Mm -hmm. I need to, you know, I just have this idea and I just want to flesh it out. Let me just like put my head down and just get out the creativity um, or whatever it is, just knowing, you know, when it's time to do that. Because I think sometimes like we all, like I ask everybody kind of about their self-care and things of that sort. And, you know, we're trying to get out of is just doing things that cost a lot of money, but it could be, you know, it fills your cup to walk around Target and look at stuff and be like, ooh, look at that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just, you know, walk the aisles. People watch. Some people love to people watch. Um, that would be that. me. That's exciting to me as well. But mm-hmm. interesting because as much as I don't think that self-care means a manicure or pedicure, you know, it's, it, 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 it is for all intents and purposes, a lot bigger than that. But it could mean a manicure and pedicure. Like sometimes we want to make things so much more deep than they have to be. And it's not, you know, I don't think that it's only a manicure and a pedicure or a day at the hair salon. It doesn't stop there. But those are definitely, you know, um, strategies or tools or whatever you want to call it to help to preserve yourself. And and they can be self-care, you know, so... I just, again, I, I think that we overcomplicate things a lot of times and it's not even that deep. Mm-hmm. It's being in tune to you, you know, and knowing that, okay, today it could look like this and tomorrow it could look like something totally different and that's okay. And it may not look like my girlfriend's self-care and it may not look like my mom's self-care, but it's it's my self-care. That's a good one. My self-care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we can't take like somebody else, what calms somebody else, what fills somebody else's cup doesn't always do the same for yours. So just knowing what you need at your individual time and when you need it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you work with a lot of working moms throughout your business with mommy on the cart. Like what would you say, like what advice would you kind of give to working moms who are either like working their nine to fives or they're full-time entrepreneurs or they're doing a little bit of both. Um, but they're also, you know, trying to manage the things that are going on in their household with their children, partners, et cetera. Um, well, my first piece of advice would be, um, again, what is it? It becomes almost the mission of my work, but, to really explore how you can reinvent yourself, whether it's personally or professionally, to fit your new normal. So, you know, a new normal could come when you first have a child. A new normal could come when your child is 10. A new normal could come when you are becoming an empty nester. But what's important is that you recognize that you need to reinvent yourself in that in that season, right? And so having an open mind and realizing that, you know, it, you have to kind of shift perspective and you have to kind of, you know, be willing to tap into some new things so that you can be fulfilled. You know, you cannot operate in the same way in each phase of, of motherhood for certain. So mm, that's good. Yeah. I just don't even like I'm speech because I mean, reinventing yourself because 
you become a whole new person. Well, not a whole new person, but a different version of your person, the person that you are when you become a mom. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I'm only a year and some change into it, but I know that as my son gets older, then there's some different challenges and joys that come with it. (laughs) Um, And always having to adjust to that, but then also not forgetting to focus on me and the things that I want to do and my goals and dreams and ambitions and not just focusing on how I can help him pursue his own dreams, goals, and ambitions. So that's a big thing. Just, um, understanding your season as a mother and um allowing yourself to adjust to that yep 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 um so from there um like what are the plans for mommy a la carte or what what kind of women um are you looking for to um to help and to guide um, through this journey so um so with mommy a la carte really where i am moving um is again to support working moms and reinventing themselves both personally and professionally so definitely um looking to work with moms you know individually um as they kind of navigate motherhood and and just looking to kind of find the confidence and courage that they need in order to live their best life. But then also a big part of my work is uh, partnering with organizations or corporations, if you will, to kind of help them to retain their female talent pool. And so, you know, 85%, if you will, of female talent are moms. And so a lot of mothers often choose to, you know, off board because they feel like they have to choose between their job and and their families. Some moms off board because they're just overwhelmed. Maybe they don't have to choose, but they're overwhelmed. And then other women decide to pursue other things, you know, entrepreneurship, or they just want to be stay-at-home moms. But at the end of the day, you know, corporations are seeing a lot of turnover with females. So I'm really trying to get in and to um, to bridge that gap so that women don't feel like they have to choose between their career and climbing the corporate ladder, if you will, and then still being an amazing mom. So that is, you know, a big project for me right now is really getting into the corporations and working with, you know, women who are working moms and who desire to continue to be working moms and kind of finding the the strategies and tools and resources that they need and really helping leadership to understand what it is that they need to do to support those women. That's dope. (laughs) Like, that's really awesome. Um, Because I know it's always a thought when you go on parental leave, when you're on your maternity leave, like, okay, what is life going to look like, you know, when this Mm -hmm. happens? And then, especially for the moms who are adding other children to their lives and things like that, and trying to plan that out and knowing you're going to go on maternity leave again and what does that look like and how does that impact your career and how does that impact the promotions that you're looking for like how when you were you know talking about chasing a title like how do you approach that and then on the flip side like how do organizations make life a little bit easier uh, for the moms that work for them 
so that they can retain the talent that's helping them get to their, you know, goals as an organization. Um, versus, cause I know some people, like one of the things I tell most of my friends now who are thinking about finding new jobs and they are still of childbearing age, I'm like, check their parental leave, their maternity leave policy <laughs> before you take a job because these people, you know, will give you six weeks and think that's enough. Um, and sometimes you just need some more time. So I'm like, just check the, check the leave policy. <laughs> like that is, you know, a huge thing. The type, cause that'll tell you a lot about the type of organization, you know, that you're working for and how they will, you know, treat or how they make room for mothers um, when things come up. And I think, too, you know, again, a lot gets lost because it doesn't just stop with maternity leave. Like you say, you got you got your six, maybe even eight weeks. But OK, then what? You know, there's still support that's needed. Mm, sick days. My son is eight and there's still support that I need. You know what I mean? So being able to have those resources available at your job where you spend the better part of your life. I think is crucial, you know, and there are a lot of what I like to call progressive and forward thinking organizations who get it, you know, they're like, wait a minute, what, what unconventional out of the box things can we offer to, you know, our employees so that they, they can have work life. Well, they call it work life balance, but I don't know the conversation. Yeah. That support is is key and so you know anything from coaching to retreats to you know chat and choose to team building like there are a number of things that you can do so that you can kind of escape from you know the 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 day-to-day grind of the job and you know pull out an hour a month to kind of participate in some type of personal development or you know an hour a month you have access to a coach to kind of talk you through something, well, that you're dealing with, maybe not an hour a month, but, you know, however much time yeah. to talk to a coach. And you have, again, it's kind of like any other benefit that you would have, health benefits, vision benefits, dental benefits. You tap those resources when you need them and they're there. And the same should be true for moms, in my humble opinion. That's awesome. I'm excited to see, you know, where that goes and how, um, that service will continue to grow for you um, because it's definitely needed um, because there's nothing like feeling like you are appreciated and that you uh, people will work with you when needed and help you grow um, as an individual as a mom etc like I know my son was sick a couple weeks ago and it was nice to have an opportunity to just work at home have my son here, get him together and kind of, and not be penalized um, for it. Um, And it's because I work for a place where there's a lot of people who are parents and they understand (laughs) that it could get kind of crazy. And you can't help it when your child is sick and then cannot go back to school or daycare or whatever else for a number of days. So, um, things like that or whether it's like what you said going deeper into it of 
having a coach, having opportunities to figure out how you can grow um, in your role in your organization. So I'm excited for that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so is there anything else that you would like to share with our Moms Hustle Different audience about work, about motherhood, um, and anything in between? Sure. Um, the other thing uh, that I am also very excited about, I am also the co-founder of the Mommy Wind Down. And so it really is an extension of Mommy a la carte, but it's more of a social platform. So with um, Mommy a la carte, you know, obviously the focus is, on, is specifically on personal development and, you know, career advancement. Whereas the Mommy Wind Down is really for those moms, working moms, stay-at-home moms, but those moms who um, also maybe looking to reinvent themselves, but they're also very, um, very much focused on finding connection, right? And connecting with like-minded moms and um, sharing and collaborating and that type of thing. So most of the moms I know, or most of the moms that I spend my time with really enjoy a nice glass of wine. And so um, myself and my partner uh, really felt a need for uh, this type of platform, specifically in the area where we live in Northern Virginia, because no one is from here, right? So it's this big melting pot and everyone is like, I don't know anybody, but I want a friend. I don't know anybody, but I need to bounce this idea off of someone. I don't know anybody, but so we kind of put our minds together because we were both looking to do an event around moms and wine with our own respective businesses. And so initially it started as us coming together to do one event. It has now turned into a whole platform. So we do events throughout the year. We do the Mommy Wind Down meetups, which are very intimate kind of chat and chew type of events where we all host them. We host them at various restaurants and, you know, we come together, we have an intimate conversation. Sometimes we'll have a guest speaker um, and talk about, you know, specific topics. And then we'll also this year going to be having two signature events, which are much larger events, um, you know, so that we can provide different unique experiences so a lot of times you know mom so oh we'll go sip and paint or you know we'll go out to dinner but there's so many other experiences out here but we just don't have the time to put it together so we put those experiences together and look to bring moms together again to to kind of connect and vibe and to kind of, and to build lasting relationships so very excited about um the mommy wind down as well um and we are I don't even know if I should be sharing this, but I will. We will be launching our membership for that. And the membership is going to be pretty awesome because it, it will also um, leverage the coaching that I provide with Mommy a la carte. So very awesome. I love wine. Like yeah. that is one of the favorite things. It's like, oh shoot, I need to get another bottle. Like it's yeah. time when you have a rough day, the kid is being well, crazy. feel free to join. We are on, we have a Facebook group. Um, it's uh, called the Mommy Wind Down Collective. And, you know, we have a few questions just to get an idea of who's in the group. But we invite all moms, again, who want to kind of connect and, and have a, 
a safe space to talk about any number of topics. Um, again, we're on Facebook and on Instagram, as is Mommy Alucard. So, but Mommy Alucard doesn't have a, a Facebook group. So, yes. That's awesome. So, I mean, going on. Yes. So, while you're sharing your social on, um, so you said you're not on Facebook group, but can you share the rest of your socials for Mommy a la carte? Yeah, so Mommy a la carte, um, we're on Instagram and we're Mommy a la carte. And then we're also on Facebook, same thing, Mommy a la carte. And then with the Mommy Wind Down, um, we're the Mommy Wind Down on Facebook and Instagram, but our Facebook group is the Mommy Wind Down Collective. Okay, got it. And I will put that in the show notes as well for those of you that want to reach out to Tamika and find out more about either Mama, Mommy a la carte or find out about the Mommy Wind Down. Um, so I'm so glad that you were able to join me today and I really um, appreciate our conversation and being able to kind of just learn more about just reminding ourselves to know ourselves and be able yeah. to know what we need at any particular time um, so that we can, you know, move forward in our, in the season that we're in for motherhood. Yes. Well, thank you so much for having me. It has been a pleasure um, having this conversation and I look forward to you and the other moms and being able to connect and hopefully seeing you guys um, at some of our events. Next one is April 18th, and it'll be in Ashburn, Virginia. But definitely, uh, again, follow us to get more details about, um, about the event. We would love to have you. Sounds good. All right. And with that is another episode of Moms Also Different. I hope you enjoyed uh, my conversation with Tamika. Um, I thought it was awesome to... Um, hear more about her and her career and education and the nonprofit world and what she's doing with Mommy a la carte. Um, having the resources that we need as moms um, as we are trying not to do it all uh, is essential. Um, it's amazing work and I'm really grateful to have had um, that conversation. Um, so if you know of other moms that you think uh, would be great for the podcast, please let me know. Shoot me an email at Brenda at com, or you can find me at different on Instagram. Uh, and then uh, if you could just take a moment to rate um, my podcast or review my podcast on your chosen uh, podcast platform. Um, I would truly appreciate it. It helps others to know uh, that Moms Also Different is out there and that it is something worth listening to. So I would truly appreciate if you um, could do that for me. Um, So with that, uh, stay tuned for another episode. But I thank you so much uh, for joining us for Moms Also Different. Have a great week. (laughs) 